0: Right away. The crowd explodes, but Glenn takes the lead. Oh, baby! The double wins the national 100! Wins the dirt late on a dream for the seventh time in his Hall of Fame career. The people double! Getting upside down in the big way!
1: From the 47th World 100, Jonathan Davenport. Take Me on Country Road, Josh Richards wins. Now join my.
0: Party people! Checkered flag awaits. Marler closing the gap. Too little, too late. Once again, Shepard will lead his flock to the promised land. He'll win. We'll win here tonight at the place your mama warned you about. Cherokee Speedway
1: goes to Mike Marler. Simpson, not a great turn right there in turn number one and two, but off the exit of four, it's going to be a great finish for Wilbot He'll pick up the checkers. JD will cut it down to four. And smoke out of Timber! It. Oh, it's up in smoke. Jimmy
0: Owens up in Smoke in the 20 car. Jonathan Davenport takes advantage of Jimmy Owens. Leaving the range with four to go. Wins tonight at Taswell. Madden Master Sanoa. The latest. Billy Clanton, classic winner, will be Chris
1: Smokey. Madden. Schlank looked to the inside that time off turn number four. Tucks back in the line down the front straightaway. He's going to put the slider on him through turns one and two. Will Rusty Slank into the top spot? Here comes the crossover from Spangler down the back straightaway. Into turn number three. Spangler on the bottom. Schlank works the top shelf. Spangler going to try and let him slide up off turn number four. Nearly make contact. New leader, Rusty Schlank.
2: You're looking live from the Dirt on Dirt studios in Bloomington, Illinois. I'm Michael Riggs. Psych! It's officially a swab takeover. I'm Derek Kessinger. Turn's behind me. Turn. Are the people ready for this? This is my third time, so hopefully this is like my coming out party, like my
3: big vintage performance. I mean, I don't think anybody's ready for this, but uh, I'm surprised that, you know, Rigsby let you do it again, but here you are. Yeah, this could be like my big uh, award-winning show
2: right here, so we'll get to it. This is Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live for Tuesday night, May 8th. It was a busy weekend in the Late Model world. Both national tours were in action. Regional racing in the Midwest, huge crowds everywhere. We'll recap all that action, and unless you were living under a rock this past weekend, you've heard the news of the monster week at Florence Speedway for the Sunoco Race Fuels North-South 100. After continued rains the past weekend, the 32nd annual Ralph Latham Memorial has been rescheduled for August 8th. The $12,000-to-win Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series event will open the North-South 100 weekend, which now stretches from Wednesday to Saturday, four days. Four days in Florence, Kentucky. Turn, will you be able to handle four straight days of racing?
3: I mean, that's a lot of racing. I mean, I feel like we're going to be back in Florida. I mean, yeah, we got all kinds like a of big racing. speed weeks.
2: I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. and, uh, by the way, turn, are you getting nervous yet? Uh, I moved my locks record of five and three. Looks like you're shaking over there. You can show you a little bit. Are you shaking? Mm-hmm.
3: I'm, I've got oh, the have got the timer up here. It took three minutes forty seven seconds. Uh, that's including all the open and everything before he, uh, he he got to rub that in. I got to so. bask in
2: glory a little bit. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a full show today. Jim Long Jr. joins the show talking about his huge event this weekend at Fayetteville. I'm looking forward to this event turn because we will see drivers from both national tours in the house duking it out for twenty five large. Gets my blood flowing. Turn. Are you ready to get this thing started? Hell yeah, bud. Let's go. Well, let's get this thing rolling. Suave Model Live is back. Here we go with five things. Number one on five things, three races at three different racetracks, and we got three different winners this past weekend during the World of Outlaws action. On Thursday night at Livonia Speedway, Brandon Shepard. Led all 50 laps, picking up his third series win of the season, edging out Mike Marler. The next night, however, Marler joined the winner's party, leading flag to flag at Cherokee Friday night. It was the Winfield Warriors' first outlaw win of the season. (laughs) And finally, turn Chris Smookey Madden dominated Saturday night at Sonoya, leading every lap. And, of course, coming up clutch for me in Suave's
3: Lock of the Week. We've been really good. Um, like I said, we got three wins already. So that's, I guess we're ahead of where we were last year. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, you know, it's, this is what it's all about. You know, there's there's ups and there's downs in racing. And uh, just week in and week out, you got to keep digging no matter what happens. Oh yeah, you know, uh, getting that first one behind you is a big, a big thing, you know, it's a, it's a confidence booster and let you know you're doing the right things, you know, so, uh, but yeah, I get Ronnie Delka, in my caller, man. He's just, uh, just an awesome guy and keeps me real good equipment. And you know, uh, like I think Josh and Jerry, uh, and my wife Stacy at home, she usually, usually hear them guys work their tails off this week and, up At Bruce Belt, you know, we built us a new car, so uh, uh, you know, it's been a hard work, to, hard work this week, but uh, fortunate to get, get to the front, yeah.
1: Uh, man, what an awesome place, uh, and what an awesome race to come here and win. Um, you know, me and Shane's my best friends, uh, out here on this tour, and uh, he's been so kind to me, him and his family, and, and we just want to thank them from the bottom of our hearts for this race. Uh, it means a lot to me.
2: Now turn, this points battle is shaping up to be a dandy with the top four only separated by 58 points. It's really anyone's ball game from here on out. Let's see if Chris Madden can hold off his competitors the rest of the way. Number two on five things, Jonathan Davenport told me last week that one of his favorite racetracks was Tazewell Speedway. And sometimes when you go to your favorite racetrack, It's better to be lucky than good. And that's exactly what happened Friday night at the Taz. Jimmy Owens was on his way to victory when Heartbreak Hotel struck the Newport nightmare. With five laps to go, Owens had to pull his smoking car into the infield. Now, J.D. inherited the lead and led the final laps, picking up the $12,000 payday.
0: Yeah, you know, I hate... uh Anybody have b- bad luck, and uh, especially you know if you're leading and running second there. So uh, I don't know if I could have got by Josh or Jimmy there. They were really good, um, but I felt like I was – I don't know how much he was saving. I knew I was saving just a little bit for the longer run once we get to lap traffic there. So, uh, I don't know. This place is so fast, and the, the top came, the top went away. The bottom was coming back there at the end, but damn, I love this place.
2: Davenport continues to stay hot, extending his points lead to over 200 markers. Turn, I don't think JD is going to give up his points lead. Book it right now. Superman will be crowned champion in October at the DTWC. Number three on five things, for the first time in 17 years, Mount Pelier Motor Speedway hosted a super late model event, and it's safe to say it was worth the wait.
1: Schlank looked to the inside that time off turn number four, tucks back in the line down the front straightaway, he's going to put the slider on him through turns one and two, move Rusty Schlank into the top spot, here comes the crossover from Spangler down the back straightaway, into turn number three, Spangler on the bottom, Schlank works the top shelf, Spangler going to try and let him slide up off turn number four, nearly make contact, new leader, Rusty Schlank.
2: Ninth starting, Rusty Schlank pulled a power move right here on the top on Eric Spangler on lap 26 and never looked back. However, Spangler did make it interesting at the end, closing on Schlenk, but just fell short. As you know, Schlenk pulled off the Woo Tour last weekend and turned. Since then, he has been in victory lane three times. This is the most confident I've ever seen the McClure, Ohio driver.
3: Tiring. (laughs) That was an awesome race. Um, I got hats off to, to Dona and Chamberlain, man. That was an awesome race. Slide jobbing each other back and forth. This track was awesome. Uh, I was a little nervous there in the B-Mains. I seen it locking
2: down around the bottom, but it was a good choice to put those uh, street tire cars out first and tear that track up. Man, it
4: was awesome. Racing top to bottom. Uh, no, nothing better than a dirt race when you can uh, when you got to give a slide job to win the thing.
2: Schlenk will be competing this weekend with the ethanol tour at Attica and Fremont. It's safe to say he's the favorite to possibly sweep the weekend. Number four on five things. Chad Simpson led all but three laps Friday night at Davenport during MLRA action. The Mount Vernon, Iowa driver drove around J.C. Wyman right there during an early restart. He cruised the rest of the way for an easy victory. And how about Will the Thrill Vaught with this win Saturday night at LaSalle Speedway? The Crane, Missouri driver pocketed the a $3,000 payday. It was also his first MLRA wins since the 2017 opener, which has been over a year. Both Vaughn and Simpson were relieved to pick up the first wins of 2018.
4: Yeah, I, I knew I was going to be in trouble right away. We put new tires on for the start of the race, and I knew they wouldn't fire right away, so I was a little bit nervous there. And then as good as JC was there on the start, I was really nervous. But uh, once I got that top rolling in one and two, everything felt really good, and then I just needed to get to the bottom of three and four so I could get down there where the traction was and uh, – you know, hats off to all these fans that come out here, Bob and them guys for putting this show on. I know they had a lot of rain and stuff down there. and We've had a lot of trouble here over the last week and a half. I want to thank everybody that's uh, helped me out on that, Jason Rowan, all my crew.
3: Yeah, we're very very fortunate to be able to start up front for, for once this year. Won our first heat race, actually, for the year. So we got this new rocket car that uh, we're working all the bugs out of it and getting it to fit my driving style. And, and uh, we got a, we got a new motor program with Scott Bailey Engines, and, and uh, I couldn't be more happy with that. I mean, it's uh, – we've uh, – you know, it's 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 a big, it's all it's all a combination of what we can put together to make a you know a all night you know feature win. So uh, we'll just uh, we'll keep digging and hopefully keep getting better for the Show Me. And, and uh, you know, we we're, we're out to chase these points and and with two DNFs and stuff right off right off the bat, it's just been struggling. You know, so this might get our momentum a little better. Uh, can't can't thank all my sponsors enough.
2: We get to see Va at the Show Me 100
3: in a few weeks. Can he finally get a
2: good run put together and pull off the upset turn? He could be the dark horse there at the end of the month. And finally, number five, man, you hate to see legends hang it up. And though he's not hanging it up completely, it appears that Chubb Frank is hopping off the Wu Tour for the first time in his career. After being in a Tangle Friday at Cherokee and being on the edge of the top ten in points, Frank decided not to enter Saturday's event at Sonoya since the series we started in february 2004 the only races he didn't compete in were the two world final shows in 2009 due to an injury it was a tough decision for chubzilla but i like like he told me all good things must come to an end
0: i really wanted to go to sonoa but i couldn't i had too much damage and too much stuff tore up that i just had enough i'd had enough fun getting wrecked on the first lap so two nights in a row, so I just called it off. I was probably going to stop, probably wasn't going to go out west. I was just going to run to Learnerville anyway. But Or till the weather got good up here so I could race around here. Yeah, I mean, no, I'd like to still do it, but I just can't do it. I don't have any help financially, and I don't have any help crew-wise, so it, you just can't do it. You can't compete with them guys when you're, when you're behind. It's bad enough when you're behind. You can leave the shop prepared, but as soon as you get something tore up or something wrong, you can't fix it and catch back up. So I'll just pick and choose where I race. And, you know, things don't go good. You can just always say to hell with it that night and go drink beer.
2: Oh, man, that sounds kind of good turn, doesn't it? Yeah. It's kind of end of an era for the Woo series with no more Chubb as a regular. Get this, Rick Eckert is now the only driver who has entered every race since 2004. Turn, that was five things. What caught your eye, bud?
3: Well, I mean, uh, how about uh, Brandon Shepard, you know, getting back in victory lane. It's been a little while on the Outlaw Tour since he's had a victory. Uh, so tightening that that points chase is, is going to be something else this year. Yeah, no doubt
2: about it. And, you know, Chubb, I love that man. And meet him, he always gives me crap at the racetrack. He's even given me a couple stickers along the way. Can't really uh, say those out here in public. It's rated R kind of, but... Yeah, I'll have a beer with him anytime. So, Chubb, I can't wait to see you race again. But, Turn, we're going to keep moving along here. And I don't think there's any sport in the world that uses more nicknames for their athletes than dirt late model racing. From Scrub to one of my favorite ones, the Flatland Flash to Black Sunshine. Countless drivers have nicknames. But is there too many in racing? I personally believe that drivers should get their nicknames organically and not forced upon. I don't know, Turn. Maybe I'm getting too old and grouchy. I mean, I am 28, pushing 29, so I'm getting up there in age. But am I right about that?
3: I mean, I think so. I mean, did my name come around organically?
2: Yeah, I think you did. And even my buddy in college nicknamed me Suave because I'm smooth and silky on the basketball court, in quote what he said. But you know what? I don't know. That was organically, I think. But should drivers get their names organically? And that's what we're paying attention to you this week, driver nicknames. Joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is my brother from another mother, my BFF, Dustin Jarrett. DJ, you have announced for a few years now. When is it okay for an announcer to give a nickname during a race? Does it come
1: organically for you, or how do you go about it, buddy? Uh, yeah, man, I, I really think that it does come organically. I mean, it's I, I don't know that I really ever give a guy a nickname actually like during a race. And, you know, look, I know that some of my colleagues do that and everything, and, I mean, that's fine, but uh, it just tends to water it down. I think they're better when they come organically. It, a lot of times that happens because of driving style. Look at Jason Feger, or Billy Moyer, you know, the high side hustler and, and Mr. Smooth. Those are nicknames that come over time with their driving style or, or even because of what their name is with Timmy McCready being called T-Mac and, and Dale McDowell being called Mac Daddy. Again, those are things that you hear these drivers called in, in the pits as well. And so, uh, again, I, I just I don't know that, it, that it's really good to just start throwing names out to every single driver that, that pulls out onto the racetrack um i just i feel like that you get a lot more out of it whenever it comes organically
2: yeah and do you think late mile racing has too many nicknames or does it really matter because it seems for the most part the fans love it
1: yeah I, I agree that a lot of the fans love it and and hey i got an eight-year-old kid myself and he gets into that kind of stuff but uh but yeah i mean it it starts to water it down after a while it, and too much of a good thing c- can be a bad thing and so when when every single driver that pulls out on the track has a nickname, you kind of you lose the really magical or, or really special nicknames. And and I think that I think that a lot of announcers sometimes they have a tendency to um to just form an alliteration with the driver's hometown, you know? And and again, there are some of those that are great. Shannon Babb, you know, the Malequa missile, that rolls off the tongue really good whenever I'm up there on the microphone. Or or Jimmy Owens being the Newport nightmare. I mean that's that's great. Uh, and, again, that's one that, that, you know, has really come organically for him. But but to just throw out someone's hometown and, and add some type of name after it, you know, the, the Dalton Destroyer or, you know, the, the Clayton Convict or something like that, it just it takes a little bit away from it, I think.
2: Yeah, like the Fairbury Flyer or something like that. But I'm putting you on the spot here, DJ. What are some of your all-time All right. favorite late model nicknames? And maybe just give a little description why.
1: Ooh, okay. Um I tell you, all-time, one of my all-time favorites is the tall cool one, yes. Bob Pierce. Yes. And and I mean, you know, that's for a lot of reasons. I as a kid growing up, I always liked Bob for one. I mean, he was he was someone of a kid before I got into to working and racing that I kind of pulled for, but uh that really and truly that nickname fit him and in his personality, especially back in in his in his heyday. You know, he he was one of those kind of uh, silky smooth, cooler drivers, and uh, and and of relative height. And so that just that name is one that was unique that no one else had that really stuck with him. Um, For for me personally, and this one hits kind of close to home, Tim Dome being called the showstopper. That was one that I actually gave him. I I look full disclosure. I've not given a lot of these names during my time, but when he when he kind of came onto the scene and here in the MOV and in, uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s um you know I, I was talking with some friends and said man this this dome guy i mean he puts on a show anywhere he goes and and so long story short we started calling him the show stopper then and and that's a name that stuck with him for a while and then probably my all-time favorite dirt late model nickname turn I'm, I'm, or uh Suave, I'm throwing back the clock here buddy uh <laughs> out of, out of Kosciuszko, Mississippi, in the 70 and a half, the Kosciuszko Kamikaze anthony rushing and and oh i tell you what he used to race with us yeah, he used to race with us um, back when I did the audio broadcast at East Bay in in the mid2000s, and uh, there is no nickname in the entire world that uh, that as an announcer, I almost had more faux pas with. Than the Kosciuszko Kamikaze, and, and I'll leave what he, what he may have been called a time or two up to the imagination, but there were a few times I had to bite my tongue. But, uh, but still, man, that one rolls off really good. The Kosciuszko Kamikaze Anthony rushing, and I miss seeing that dude out on the dirt track.
2: I'm not even going to attempt to say that, so you can just keep saying it. Say it one more time.
1: The Casiasco kamikaze, Anthony Rushing.
2: Well, DJ thank- it, it, it rolls off the
1: tongue. It rolls yeah, off the tongue, It does buddy.
2: perfectly. KK, I love
3: it. Well, thanks, DJ. Turn, what's your favorite, buddy? Ah, uh, man. I like uh, you know, the high side hustler. I mean, it fits. You know, he's Jason Fager's always up there on the top. Uh so that's one of the one the organic ones that really fits uh fits the driver. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites is Chubb Zella, Chubb Frank, and
2: when I heard that the World 100 for the first time, I was hooked to that. And he's obviously, you know, used that persona for that nickname. And t- Turn, obviously, the Flatland Flash, that has to be <laughs> the most organic one of all time, right? I would think so. Hey, well, hey, let's piggyback that topic and use it for our Twitter question, Turn. Cue that up right now. I want to know, people, which dirt late model driver has the best nickname and why? Hashtag late model Y. I want you to dig deep here. Don't just say Kevin Weaver. Yeah, that's right. We're, it's a swab takeover. We're always going to mention Weaver. I always brag late model fans have a deeper understanding. Show it to me right now. Give me some names and please give me a reason why. We'll be right back here on the Kaiser Manufacturing Late Model Live.
0: Marie up there is just uh, is a great person to talk to. They're always real easy. Uh, you need something, they get it right out. And uh, I just my program wouldn't be nearly where it's at without support like FK Rod Ends. So.
3: Everything on our car is you know the best in the business, and they're on there for a reason. And we just have such you know good relationships with Maria and them there, and and their products you know the best in the business, and that's why we run them.
4: Richard's in a backup car, comes from the tail to win the night of Golden Isles. I have no idea, but it looks like Shepard won. Shepard on the transponder
1: won the race. Superman does not Jonathan Davenport wins at East Bay. He's holding on for dear life and he's going to get the win here tonight. Bronson might have a car lane. Are you kidding me, Wentz?
0: The voodoo child goes to victory lane. Shepard will lead his flock to the promised land. He'll win it, Lucia.
1: Martin Automotive has franchise for Ford, Kia, Chevy, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We cover heavy-duty hauling or vehicles for the driving enthusiast. At any Mark Martin location, you'll find a large selection, variety, and great prices. MarkMartinAutomotive.com gives you 24-hour access to every location. Browse inventory, apply for credit, and schedule your delivery. We can arrange for delivery anywhere in the U.S. or pick you up at an airport. Give us a chance to earn your business. And you'll see why everyone wins at Mark Martin.
2: Well, little to your turn. I'm hosting. We're going to be a little casual here. You know, like, Rigsby <laughs> likes to be professional. I like to keep him on his toes a little bit. Welcome back to Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live. Turn, I want to know what the people say. Cue up the tweets, buddy. Ryan Bowling, at Ryan Bowling, wants to know, Neon Dion Deason with the cool sunglasses emoji, hashtag Late Model Live. Ryan, I don't even know who Neon Dion is, but his name sounds like a nineties like a uh, wrestler or like a hip hop artist. What do you think, Turn? I like that. That's that's sounds about right. Neon Dion, yeah, it makes me want to dance like disco or something. Brittany Hapney Fox wants to know, at Dirt on Dirt, Chubzilla. Need I say more? Brittany, I totally agree with you. It's one of my all-time favorites. It just rolls off the tongue. Man, I wish you was still on the Outlaw Tour, but I'm con- glad he's going to con- continue to race. I love Chubb, and that's one of my favorites. Lane, at Lane and Bagby 19 wants to go, Hammer Down, Doug Drown. I love this one. I'm giving that emoji right now on the camera because every time I hear Hammer Down, Doug Drown, I always hear about... James Essex or Dustin Jarrett, Adeldora, belting that name. He's an Ohio driver. He's a great guy. He loves dirt on dirt, so I'm all aboard Hammer Down, Doug Drown. Brett, Brett Trammy or Trame, Mr. Smooth, Billy Moyer. Not sure if it's the best, but it's definitely the most fitting, no doubt about it. I've seen him win countless Prairie Dirt Classics, countless World 100s. That, when the track is slick like that turn, he is the best. He is Mr. Smooth, and he is one of the all-time greatest. No doubt about that, man. No doubt about that. Well, we made some history today on JRI Top 25. For the first time ever, we had drivers split the first and second place votes. Turn, cue up the poll here. Here it comes. As you can see here, there's no change in the top spot except they both received the first and second place votes. Jonathan Davenport and Chris Madden, they both won this past weekend. They're both the most consistent drivers, no doubt about it. Shane Klain moves in the top ten from 11 to 10. And look at this one, eleven through twenty, somehow Shannon Babb, Bab, who had a kid didn 't even race, moved up two spots turn. How was that possible
3: i mean uh, i don 't know maybe they, uh, maybe they gave him hardship boats or something like that, yeah,
2: no doubt about it, and he he 's only going to continue to climb, especially with the summer nationals and races around home. So I could see him maybe if he gets hot during the summer making it into the top ten and let 's see the final five here. Kyle Bronson at twenty five and not ranked last week number twenty three Brian Shirley. Won two races last weekend, both three grand shows at Fayette County and Belle Claire. And you know what, Turn? He has big races where he's won at before in Farmer City in February, so we can maybe see him crack the top 20.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I could see him moving up after this weekend, running those shows around, around close to home for him.
2: No doubt about it. Well, this weekend, the World of Outlaws invades the Tar Heel State for the richest race in Fayetteville Motor Speedway history, the first in flight One Hundred Twenty Five thousand dollars on the line and turn two thousand dollars a start that is big for guys making the feature this race is going to be a big big deal and with the lucas oil series off this weekend the field should be stacked full coverage all weekend long looking forward to it and joining me now the integra shocks and springs hotline is the promoter of fayetteville jim long jr jim it's finally race week how pumped are you buddy
4: Well, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, I'm thinking I look kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe. (laughs) I'm just that pumped. Well, that's good because he's a... My wife... Go ahead. My wife's saying no. My my wife's saying no. Oh, I don't know about that. I
2: think you do. But how did you come up with the idea for this monster event?
4: Well, it's our 50th anniversary season. There's been a lot of promoters, uh, a lot of good folks and racers that have come along before me uh, through the Speedway here. Uh, that's got us where we are today. And so we wanted to celebrate that, that 50th anniversary. And so uh, instead of just having a 50,000-to-win race, we decided to have two 25,000-to-win races. And so this will be the first one of them uh, with the World of Outlaw uh, series. And then the second one will be in, in October. Uh, it'll be a steel block uh, race that we do called the Cash Money 100. It normally is 10,000 to win in 100 laps. But this year it will pay twenty-five thousand to win. So those twenty-five and twenty-five, even with my math, comes to fifty. So celebrate our fiftieth anniversary. That's kind of how we came up with it.
2: And that was going to be my next question. For a fan who's never been to Fayetteville, give us a little bit of the history of the place. I understand you guys are actually celebrating the fiftieth anniversary, as you uh, just alluded to.
4: Yeah, I mean it's been here. Uh, it's gone through uh, several different promoters, you know, over the years and different configurations. Uh, it once was an asphalt track. It uh, was Cumberland International Raceway. Uh, then they removed the asphalt off of it uh, and it became dirt. Uh, and actually, you know, we're paying uh, honor to, uh, in memory, this race is in memory of Mr. Lamb, uh, who was a, a big encourager of mine. But Mr. Lamb was, uh, I didn't even know it till I took over the track. Mr. Lamb uh, was a former promoter oh, of Stable nice. Motor Speedway back way back in the day. So that, that was kind of cool to find out.
2: And how does, like, Obviously, when we have drivers on the show, we always ask them a scouting report on the racetrack. And I'm going to ask you, the promoter itself, how does the track usually race?
4: Well, <laughs> the funny thing about our track is uh, you never know what you're going to get when you come. Uh, it used to be a lot worse. I, and I say worse, don't mean that in a bad way. But um, we, we were in the Sand Hills region of, of, of North Carolina. And so our, our dirt, we, have, we struggle with our dirt at times. But uh, we have really gotten a handle on it the last several years. Uh, we've made some changes uh, to the track. We hauled in, you know, a bunch of dirt, uh, about 300 loads over the last couple of years. And so, man, but this weekend is going to be hot. It's unusually hot. It's going to be about 93 degrees. That's, you know, really hot for this time of the year. Uh, so uh, I would, you know, say Friday night it's going to be really racy and really good. And then uh, Saturday still, be, still will be racy, but uh, it'll be a little bit more dry for sure from Saturday.
2: As a promoter, what is the toughest thing for you during this big race week when you have big races like this?
4: Well, for me, we have a small staff. We've got uh, a bunch of you know a bunch of folks that work on Saturday nights, but during the week uh, we're a small, really small staff. And really for us to pull off something like this, uh, my wife and my daughter, they're, they're a huge help. Uh, my daughter absolutely loves it. She's uh, 15, you're already turned 16, and uh, I see star- she's the hard-working thing we've got. But uh, for me just trying to, uh, stay calm. I like, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I like things to be nice. And, uh, it's obviously is a, is a great opportunity for us to shine, uh, just, not just for us, but for our community and the racers in general, we have some really good local racers and regional races. And that's one of the reasons why we put this event on as well for the regional super races, like paying 2000 to win. We could have got by paying less, but we wanted to entice, you know, regional guys to come and, and do something for them as well. So for me, just staying calm and, and tapering, uh, you know, kind of curbing my expectations of everybody and uh, just trying to get it all put together.
2: You'll have the Woo Boys. You'll have the regional standouts. And with Lucas Oil off, we have some of them pop in, obviously. This field is going to be stacked. Are the fans even ready for this?
4: I think they are. I'm not sure they know exactly what they're getting into, but <laughs> we've had great response. Uh, this is something new for us. I mean, really, there's just not any quote-unquote crown jewel events. You know, here in the southeast, I mean, you've got, you know, the, the, the World Finals in Charlotte. is a fantastic event. And just here in the north and south Carolina, uh, you know, area, this is a, a huge event. As far as I know, it's the largest-paying race in, in north of south Carolina ever, uh, and especially total purse-wise. But, um, you know, it's, it's our fans aren't used to this kind of stuff. Uh, they, they like to travel to other places. So um, they have seen and tasted it, but it would be something different for them to have it at their hometown track.
2: Yeah, that would be pretty neat. And me and Michael always joke about that you're the best dress promoter in our sport. Turn, cue up this video here. (laughs) And this is you at PRI with this nice multicolored button-up shirt. I like those styles of shirts. And I can, uh, you know what, do you have any style tips for me?
4: Man, just go with it, brother. Don't be afraid to stand out, that's all I can tell you. Hey,
2: well, you know what, I will uh, take that uh, in my head and uh, learn from that. But you know what, Jim, good luck this weekend. We're all rooting for you, and I can't wait to see the highlights. We're going to have full coverage there. Good luck this weekend, bud.
4: And thanks for having me on. And I, I always tell Michael and I tell you guys and everyone, we, man, we appreciate what you guys do. I mean, we're all in this together, uh, and, and you, just guys, you guys do a, a fantastic job of promoting our great sport. And so I just want to tell you, we, we appreciate everything you can do for us and for the sport in general.
2: Well, thank you for the kind words. We'll see you this weekend, bud.
4: All right, man. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Turn, when we come back, we will see what – Oh, ugh. when we come back, we will see – Turn, sorry there, you know I'm a little rusty here. We'll see what you have in store for Turn's Turn. And can I continue my hot streak with my locks of the week? I can tell Turn is sweating it. Turn, show yourself right now. Are you sweating yet?
3: Yes, he is.
2: Find out when we come back.
0: Loves its tradition of grassroots auto racing. And one of the most beloved events is the 26th annual Lucas Oil Show Me 100, presented by Protect the Harvest. It happens May 24th, 25th, and 26th at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri. This is known as the crown jewel event of late model racing with three full days of breathtaking action. There's family fun, camping, great food, and go karts for a full weekend of entertainment. For tickets and info, visit lucasoilspeedway.com. Lucas Oil Speedway, the fastest in family fun.
3: Late model race in Australia. This is a really cool deal that they put on, and uh, we're just having a blast. Parking by my bud here, Ryan. And it's just, it's just a really fun time.
1: It just keeps growing, so I can't see why why next year wouldn't be any bigger. Meanwhile, two to go, and it's all Jason Fitzgerald and Taylor M. earth! can he pull it right, yes again! to the race lead, and wins, and takes the win.
4: Well, I think there was what 29, 30 cars at, at every show, and that that was way better than last year. So. Never know when we get back next year, there might be
3: 50.
0: Josh Richards in the back of car comes in the tail to win the 90 Golden Isles. Who's it going to be at the line? Oh, no. I have no idea, but it looks like Shepard won. Your new leader. Checker flag awaits. Here comes men, but Shepherd will lead his flock to the promised land. He'll win a Balusha?
2: I will continue saying it until everyone gets it. If you need a car or truck, there's literally one place to go. MarkMartinAutomotive.com. And I had a viewer email me two weeks ago and say, they won't really ship it to you, will they? And the answer is yes. Not only do they have the best rates, period, but they'll ship it to your door. And if you fly into Arkansas, they'll even pick you up at the airport. They even picked up Turn. This isn't something you're just passing thing for me either. Mark and Lance Landers are some of the best people on the planet. And if you need a car, you should go to them right there, Mark Mart of Rot- <laughs> Sorry,
3: Turn. That's all right. I'm I trip up Rigsby with that every week because it's, uh, it's backwards. You yes. Know?
2: Turn also show this back shot of me. There you go. You, this is why we're casual here. Got we're the wearing socks the socks on. on. Yep. Yeah, when the boss is gone, we're just casual here. I'm yeah. lucky. I'm even wearing shorts
3: right now. Right turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna say that there hasn't been a show where I've done sweatpants or something with you. So yeah, ooh, yeah, that might be true. Well, this
2: week's turn turn's supposed to be a dandy turn. Did you actually come up with this idea yourself? I'm asking for a friend,
3: aka Rigsby. <laughs> yeah, asking for a friend. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't come up with it myself, but. Uh, I had a little help from uh, our friend Andy Savory. All right, Turn, I want to see you dance, so let's get into the Turn's Turn. I want to see the music, and I want you to put on your best performance right now. All right, I'll try.
1: Oh
3: the slide. i i'm everybody, everybody rips on my dance moves, and I'm kind of limited. I got a lot of expensive equipment. I, I mean – I'll I'll use excuses but at the same time I'm just I'm I'm not a very good dancer. So I think
2: you're decent but what do you got for us?
3: <laughs> All right. So <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, Andy Savory in uh Quicktime came up with this sort of deal where he put two scenarios out there, two season scenarios, and they were from a late model driver in the past 11 years and basically, you know, you had to you kind of had to guess which driver was which. Well, we're going to take it a step further. I'm gonna put these scenarios up here and then you and me are gonna basically debate oh, which nice. scenario we would rather do as a driver.
2: So So if I was driving, this is what you're telling me, turn Yeah.
3: All right. All right. So imagine January first, you could say, All right, you can have one of these two scenarios. Okay, scenario I'm with A, you. I'm with you. You win both UMP Summer Nationals and weekly championships and score seventeen regional victories, or scenario B. You win the Southern Nationals Championship by claiming half of the tour's events and totaling 16 16 victories spread across six tours, including both of the national tours. Which one would you take, Swab? Well, Scenario B is intriguing right there in itself.
2: you got 16 victories, but come on, turn. I'm the UMP correspondent. I'm the Hell Tour guru. I'm at every summer nationals race. I grew up on that thing. I am picking scenario A, hands down, no questions about it.
3: Well, I mean, I knew you were going to take scenario A. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with B. I think uh, you know nothing against the Summer Nationals. I love the Summer Nationals. That's where I. Uh, that's where I cut my teeth as an intern. But uh, you know, scenario B has has some interesting parts. A, you win half of a regional uh, regional tour's events. That's a pretty big deal. Also, you get two uh, national series wins. So that's, that's also a pretty big deal in my book. So yeah. I would go with Scenario B on mine. True, but I think like later
2: on in the future, Scenario A, the guy wins a couple crown jewels, but we're not going to say who it Well, is. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, moving on to our next group here. <laughs> scenario A, you win 12 races, including two $10,000 national touring events, and set fast time at 20 events. Scenario B, you win 12 races, including a $10,000 payday, and win championships on two of the most respected regional tours. Which one are you going with, Swap? This one's tough because I think both these scenarios is like an up and coming young driver. So this would be like us,
2: like first or second year racing. But setting, fun- setting 20 fast times and two national touring wins, it's kind of like scenario B of the last one, but just less wins. So I'm going to go scenario A this time. You know, I can win both Lucas and World Outlaws. So that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I mean I uh I don't disagree with you there. So you're kind of using my logic from the first one a little bit.
2: Yes, but 20 fast times is pretty cool too. That's true.
3: that's a lot of track records. So, scenario B, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with B here because uh you know that one word championships. You're going to get you get the regional tour championships and in the end, I mean, the championship is what matters, right? That is true. That is true. All right, moving on to our next one. Scenario A. You just win six races, but two of them are the Silver Dollar Nationals and the World 100, sports biggest race. Seems intriguing, right? Yeah. Scenario B, you win 16 times, including two Volusia races, two Lucas races, and two Summer National races. Five of your four victories pay $10,000, but that's your richest earning of the year. What are you so, going with there? So you got five victories. That's fifty
2: thousand dollars. That's more of what the bit this biggest race pays, pretty much. But yeah. Turn. This is a no-brainer. I will pick scenario A out of any of your scenarios. You win the World One Hundred, aka the Super Bowl. So this is not even like this is not even a scenario A or B. I'm going A all day. Just give me that one. The rest of the way, I'm picking A, no matter what, because
3: you're winning <laughs> the World One Hundred. I uh, I agree with you here. I got. Whoa, you gotta go we ahead. agree. I know. I know. Well, I mean. Think about it. The World 100. Uh, NASCAR, if you got told you get to win one race, you want it to be the Daytona 500. Uh, if you, you know, the Super Bowl, uh, you there's become no question folklore. You become folklore when you right. win the biggest race. Right. There's there's not even a competition here because uh, you, you could tell me I could win 20 races or I could win one and one be the World 100. I'm going with the world. Yep. No so doubt. All this day. last one's a little different. I've got three different scenarios oh, here. My. So one per page. Scenario A. You win 21 races, including triumphs on both national tours, back-to-back $20,000 paydays, and three races at both East Bay and Volusia. However, your average finish over 11 major major events is only 14th, so kind of interesting there. Scenario B, you win 14 races, including triumphs on both national tours, a $40,000 payday, and three $10,000 Speed Weeks events. You also score six top five finishes in big events, including both the World and Dream. That's not bad. Yeah, that's definitely Good not a bad one. Good there, too. All right, scenario C, you win just eight races, but they include triumphs on both national tours, and six of them are on huge stages. Three of your wins are the Dream, USA Nationals, and Show Me 100. You also win twice at Speed Weeks and once at the World Finals. So out of those, which one do you think? That's, that, one, that, that one's tougher, man. There's, there's some good ones in there. I
2: think Scenario C is actually me in real life. When the money is on the line and the big <laughs> events happen, I come out to shine. I mean, three wins in itself, $180,000. Any win twice at Speed Weeks and World Finals. So people are going to remember, remember you the last weekend of the year, you know the last big weekend of the year, so I'm going scenario C. You sure this is not actually me? Turn?
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's not you. Uh, I don't know. We could have Andy Savory uh, dig into the dreams, the Dream USA Nationals, and show me and see if there was a a Derek Kessinger that won, but I I highly doubt it. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this one too. I'm going scenario C. Uh, you know, the Dream is you know one of the biggest races out there. Hundred thousand dollars—that's hard to pass up. And and USA Nationals and Show Me not far behind it. You know, hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars of purse money there there combined. So, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm agreeing with you on the last one. We had a couple that we agreed and a couple that we disagreed. Yeah, that's story of our life together. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, turn me get a glass of water here.
3: Oh boy. I thought, we, I thought we nixed this segment. I, because, cool uh, I thought we nixed it since you were you were hosting. You couldn't do both. I got a cool off turn because I'm hot as a pistol right now. Just roll the video so
2: we can see my lock of the week this week.
0: Swam's lock of the week. I'm officially on a heater. Madden Master Sanoa, the latest Billy Clanton Classic winner, will be Chris Smoky Madden. Thanks to Chris
2: Smokey. Madden triumph last Saturday at Sonoya my record improves the five and three and tourney boy I got one piece of advice you better hop on the suave express this weekend I'm taking my talents to the land of Lincoln for the Farmer City Fairbury doubleheader my heart says to pick Kevin Weaver But I'm on a mission this year, so I'm going with Illinois' firstborn son, Shannon Babb, to win at least once this weekend. This was an easy pick because I've seen Babb win countless times at the Illinois Bowl rings. And this weekend will be the same old story. Beep, beep, beep. Back the truck up, baby. Babb wins this weekend, and that's Suave's Lock of the Week.
1: It's such an awesome day. Oh my god. What you for? You
0: only got one
2: life. New year,
1: but the same old squad.
0: So give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to
2: Turn five and three, buddy. I think I'm gonna go six and three after this
3: pick. What does my record have to be officially before you start getting like a little nervous and scared? I mean, if you get to six and three, I'm I'm definitely going to be a little nervous for sure.
2: Uh, hold on here, uh, gotta cool off
3: here. <laughs> beep
2: beep beep. I'm telling you, back the truck on him. Turn.
3: <sighs>
2: I don't even. <sighs> yeah, I'm telling you, I'm going to win this weekend. He's a guru at these tracks. Uh huh. And, no, Bobby Pierce is usually one of his biggest uh, rivalries. But Ryan Slicker has a chance. But Shane and Babb book it right now. In turn, can you, like, actually take a c- commercial break? You've been doing this for a while.
3: I think you <laughs> uh, probably picked up a few notes from Rigsby. Sure, buddy. So when we come back, we will talk about all this weekend's events upcoming. <laughs> I like that back there. We will talk about all the events coming up this week in 5 to Go, talk about the uh, Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section yes. and more shameless plugs. We'll be back after this.
1: Time Ricky Whites wins the feature. By champions. Bloomquist wins the dirt late monitoring. Stronger, lighter, and safer drive shafts than steel and aluminum. Extremely durable for worry free performance. Proven in countless major events and crown jewel wins. Made in house for late models, crates, and modifieds right here in the USA. Drive shafts, rod ends, ball joints, and shocks. QA1 does it all, and they do it well. Visit QA1.net.
2: One request we get a lot is, I wish I could listen to Late Model Live in podcast form. Well, guess what, baby? Now you can. Head to the podcast section on your iPhones or Androids, and you can now download Late Model Live and listen to it there every week. Even Swab Talks and Videocast will also be on there. This is a function we've wanted to do for a while and now have Late Model Live, oh yeah, and Swab Talk, available in podcast form. Grab it now. Of course, the best way to consume the show is still watch it and see. Look at this turn, ah, this beautiful face. Maybe like Riggs will give me like I can do it every week, but he'll get jealous and I'll get more fans than him. <laughs> but either way, you now have the other option.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have the option. Uh, go to SoundCloud if you're on Android, uh, and then the Apple Store if you're on if you're on an iPhone. Also, give a
2: five star rating to Swap Talk.
3: <laughs> How about a five star rating to everything? Everything. Wait, Model there but you go. Right, get, sw- leave us a review.
2: But Swap Talk. Turn, let's finish with five to go, buddy. Number five, the Mars and ALMS series invades the land of Lincoln this weekend with an old school Farmer City-Fairberry doubleheader. Ten grand on Friday, ten grand on Saturday. Turn, I feel like a ten-year-old D-Swab considering I cut my teeth at both these racetracks. It's always a good time when you have back-to-back $10,000-to-win shows in your backyard. You're also going to get the best drivers in the region, including Billy Moyer. Yeah, he's won a few times at these racetracks. Friday, I'm going with Illinois' firstborn son, Shannon Babb. That means I'll get my lock right. And Saturday, I probably won't be feeling very good because I'll have a little case of that Weaver fever. That's right. Right up there, Kevin Weaver picks up the W this Saturday at Falls. Number four, the Ethanol Series is back at it with two shows this weekend. Friday at Attica Raceway Park and Saturday they're headed to Fremont Speedway in Fremont, Ohio. Expect big car counts, especially at Attica, who had over 25 late models this past weekend for a weekly show. Give me swing arm guru Rusty Schlenk to win both races. Turn, he's hot as a pistol. Pow, pow, pow. Number three. The Southern Nationals bonus series will be at Dixie Speedway this Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it because we got video of it, baby. It's tough not to pick Michael Page. And after having successful runs with the Outlaws this past weekend, Page will continue to stay out picking up the win. Turn, it will be a walk in the park for the Georgia driver. Number two, the Ultimate Series will be busy in the Mountaineer State. Friday night, they'll be at I-77 in Ripley, West Virginia, $3,000 on the line. And Saturday, they're headed to the Bull Ring, Tyler County Speedway, which, by the way, is one of the raciest tracks in the entire country. This pick was an easy one. I'm going with the showstopper. Tim Dumb puts on a show in his home state. And finally, number one, Comp. Comp Cams has a doubleheader as well. Friday at Greenville Speedway and Saturday at Magnolia Speedway. Turn, these fields are always solid. And with Billy Moyer headed north to Illinois this weekend, I have to possibly go with the future mayor of Fairbury, Jack Sullivan, to sweep the weekend. Oh, also, we may be expecting him to make the announcement for him to run for mayor in 2020. Turn, that was five to go.
3: Man, Turn, do you think he's going to win there in 2020? I said he's going to (laughs) give free dilly bars to everybody. I mean, if he's giving out free dilly bars, I mean, I don't see how we can vote against him.
2: Yes, I am definitely a huge Dairy Queen guy. I love dilly bars, so he's got my vote. Turn, we got some
3: shameless plugs here. I know this is your favorite part of the show. Of course. I mean, we've got all kinds of on-demand content this weekend. World of Outlaws at Fayetteville. Highlights, recap, all the normal stuff we'll have. Mars at Farmer City in Fairbury. Will I be there? I think he will be there. Hashtag falls. (laughs) Hashtag Falls, Mars at Farmer City in Fairbury, Ethanol at Attica and Fremont, Northeast Ultimate at Tyler County, and Southern Nationals Bonus Series at Dixie. Moving on, we have some pay-per-views coming up. June 1st and 2nd coming up right around the corner. Salute the Troop 75 at LaSalle Speedway. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series will be there. It is going to be a great show, two-day show, June 1st and 2nd. After that, the weekend after that, we're at the we're at the dirt late model dream. The I dream, mean, baby, I'm loving it. I can't wait to get back at Eldora. Actually, heading to the heading to uh, Eldora this weekend to switch a sprint car show. I got to get warmed up for when the late models are there. So don't forget to order your package for the dream June 7th through the 9th. And then after that, we have the Firecracker 100 live from Lernerville Speedway, uh, World of Outlaws Craftsman Late Model Series uh, June 21st through the 23rd. That's going to be a great show as well, as always. Turn, you do a great job reading.
2: And I know <laughs> that Rigsby might be dogging you sometimes, but uh, you do a fantastic job, and I'm proud of you, buddy. Well, thanks, bud. That means a lot. Well, this is my favorite part of the show. It's the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. A couple guys we didn't get to in the race. Huge shout out to Mike Maresca picking up his first super late model win of his career Sunday night at Tri-City Raceway. Congrats, bud. Also, I want to give a huge shout-out to Russ King, who, by the way, is Suave Talk's number one fan. He even dubbed himself that for getting Maresca's car tuned up for that win. You're my hero, bud. Congrats to Jimmy Mars picking up his first win of the 2018 season at Ogilvy last Saturday night. He hasn't raced much yet this year, turn, but look for the Wisconsin driver to pick it up here, start, like, start picking it up here with Farmer City and Fairbury, and he has a couple of Prairie Dirt Classic and Summer National titles at Fairbury, so maybe he could be a dark horse. I know he hasn't won there in a few years, but you never know with him. And I see you, Ryan Unzicker. I see you. Brody's definitely proud of you, who swept the weekend at Farmer City and falls this past weekend. Turn, is this going to be a prequel on what will happen this weekend there at
3: uh, Farmer City and Fairbury? I mean, it might be. I mean, look at how good he ran down there at, uh, at Macon for the Lucas Show.
2: Yeah, he, you know, I thought he was going to win that. He said if Earl Pearson wasn't there, he was going to throw the slider and beat Pierce, who is in a rocket, but then Ryan's in a Pierce car. You know, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And also props to Jason Babiak, who has taken over the series director position for the SWDRA series. Congrats, bud. You deserve it. Maybe you can actually flaunt your checkered flag pants during driver's meetings, Turn, I think that would be kind of (laughs) cool.
3: That would definitely be funny. I I love it.
2: I think the first ever driver meeting he conducts, he wears those. It's a bold power move. I love it. Make a statement. Yes. Right out of the gate. Exactly. Well, turn. we're almost winding down on the show. Uh, You got anything to, you know, tell your fans out there, your girlfriend Tara, like, or you know, I mean, how did I do? Let's well, just you know, is that
3: is that a decent? Yeah, I mean, you did good, bud. Got uh, a shot to be back on the show again. Yeah, I'll have you back. I mean, now that you mentioned Tara, I have to tell my my girlfriend, my Aww. beautiful girlfriend Tara, I love her. And uh, get out this weekend. It's weather's looking great at a bunch of racetracks. Get out there, su- uh, support your local dirt tracks. You'd almost think it's like July. It's gonna be ninety in Fayetteville,
2: lower high eighties, lower nineties at Fairbury Saturday. I better get my uh. Monkey butts so I get you know I don't get chafe or whatever like that. But from everybody here at dirt on I'm Derek Kessinger. That's turn. Thanks for watching. This is Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live. Thanks for watching. We'll see you at a racetrack this weekend.